When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. With me, as always, Kristen Studdard. That is me. Kristen. Yes. We're in the throes oh my God. of nomination season, baby. Wow. It's part of our special coverage, would you say? It, it's part of our, if I may clear my throat, <clears throat> special coverage of the 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination announcement and eventual induction. it's special coverage it's important uh i'm very embarrassed to do that off the bat in front of our guest who we just met uh but let's uh let's go ahead and let's bring him in immediately so it can lessen my embarrassment he can be a part of the fun yeah uh he is a music journalist uh writes for the la times has a book out about nwa garrett kennedy hello hello. garrett thanks for having me welcome thank you for joining us (laughs) Uh, again, I'm embarrassed by my uh, everything. I'm embarrassed. Well, I don't know what I've walked into, but I'm having so much fun already. Great. Yeah. So oh, perfect. good, good, good. Uh, so, Garrick, you are a a person who writes about music a lot. I've got to imagine you have, on some level, covered this weird institution, the Hall of Fame. Uh, it certainly, you know, we have a lot of guests who come by and they're like, I never think about the Hall. But you're, on some level, paid to at least... Uh, acknowledge joe it, is hoping right. that like yeah. someone is coming in with like who's like yeah the There's rock and the roll biggest. hall of fame <laughs> i like it too i'm into it too i don't anticipate that you like it occasionally there, we have there are many many uh reasons to not like it but i'm i'm just curious about like when it was when this weird thing was on your radar uh well i'm actually from ohio okay so That'll you know help. growing up loving music you obviously want to go um to rock hall in cleveland and so that's like i remember forcing my parents to take me there and they attached it with this trip to cedar point so like nice. roller coasters which is like a passion and then music which is another passion <laughs> well, that's perfect but i went and oh, wow. i remember Did you being so aerosmith bored. has a roller coaster don't they they do it like the rock Disney and World. roller coaster yeah, or, some, or something or something like that okay i'm like that's a marriage of, of, of rock and <laughs> right. roller coaster right. <laughs> <laughs> really combined the interests uh so you you went to the museum and you were bored yes i was a little bored i mean i always wanted to see the um, the fur covered cars that hang this mm-hmm. was like forever yeah ago. the zz top yeah cars. um you're young you have no idea what they are or cares but no you just right see yes. the cars hanging mm-hmm. um which was fun but i also the one thing that i really didn't like about it was there was really not much representation of the music that i was 
in love with, mm-hmm. you know. So as a kid that's like growing up on like R and B and hip hop and pop music, there's not a lot of that there. You can see the seriousness of it, and it's like, oh, these things are kind of excluded, and yeah. they have been for a very long time, mm-hmm. an extremely long time. Yeah. Uh, so that sort of has always been like my relationship to um, the Rock Hall, and like now writing about it, usually only around nomination time. Um, you know, you'll see this list of you know twelve or so folks, and you're like, okay, so there's like one or two that are kind of exciting, kind of intriguing, kind of mm-hmm. interesting. I mean, nothing was like as momentous as like NWA to me, um, but you know, I'm probably the one person that's like Janet Jackson needs to be inducted, and that's like just what I've been feeling for mm-hmm. so long. Yeah, I <laughs> oh, mean, there is a community of there a growing yeah. There's I've, a community. I like wrote a piece, and so I got this like mail from like the person who's like in charge of the induct, the induct Janet. Janet. Yeah, hashtag Whatever this club there is, is a yeah, whole this movement. It's a movement. They're here. They follow <laughs> us. They mm-hmm. are active. active Active, informed, engaged, engaged, informed, engaged. Yeah. passionate. It's great. It's they're very listen cool. To this they are without a doubt, and they're gonna go. That's us. us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They, we will get them. some emails. Yeah. We'll uh, get some emails. We'll get some tweets. I bet they'll be positive. I hope so. Um. Yeah. But that's good though, because when you go online around this time of year, or really any time of year, uh. And you, if you find communities that are super involved and, like, induct this person, it tends to be for, like, the kind of dinosaur classic rock bands. Yeah, what other bands have an induct hashtag going? Oh, my God. I mean, there was one There's one. I mean, for... like, who's the most... Im- like, because I feel like the induct Janet community is, like, the most... Premier. Pre- it's the yeah. premiere of all the induct... <laughs> I mean, second only to my induct the divas campaign. Right, for sure. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, I don't know that there. I, there's. I don't think there's many that are like as prominent. And right. prominent be, being a relative term, but you know there there's groups. There were there was a group for a long time that was like get rush in the hall, you know, and that came to light. Was it the hashtag like rush the hall? I mean, That'd I don't be think a pretty good hashtag. I don't think that would be so great. That's a good hashtag. Any of these they communities had that are free. that creative. Did Rush get in the hash? They got in. Yeah, yeah. About and they five have years like, ago, five six years ago. Yeah. Did each one of the drums get in? I always make that joke. <laughs> yeah. I know. I can't help myself. Yeah, they took uh, they took a moment uh, in remembrance to take apart the the ninety piece drum set. Yeah. And give props to each one. Uh, no, but usually it's just like I mean I'm sure there's one for Def Leppard, Duran Duran, uh, you know. I mean, there's one for the Go Go's, and that's that's cool. They, they I, chime oh in. yeah, they have a, they have a they're getting to. I feel like it's kind of the marginalized uh, artists that tend to have the most um, enthusiastic fan base mm-hmm. on Twitter, as far as like people who want to see them them right. get recognized. You know, right? Especially after we've checked off a lot of those big rock bands that were snubbed for a long time and then got in, like Rush, like Kiss, like you know Chicago bands that you think of as like i can't believe they're in the hall but really the history is that for you know decades for some of them but for a long time they were not considered they were not taken seriously and they were like but now we have all these hip-hop artists trying to get in so we might as well induct anybody like, <laughs> <sighs> it seems like that it, really right? it seems like that sometimes yeah. it seems like that guys sometimes things are what they seem like too Hmm. Although this year, 
the nominees are as good. I am as they've very been in into the while. nominees this year. I'm quite excited. I'm not excited about. I mean, it, I'm excited about the musical diversity this year. I'm not necessarily hyped on the you know General gender yeah. balance balance or the uh, you know racial diversity. Mm-hmm. I'm not really hyped on those things. But I yeah. do like that. If you consider diversity meaning like some new wave bands are being considered, <laughs> then, yeah. then yes, I think genre diversity has happened. Uh, and I'm, I mean, I am, I'm much happier than I thought I would be. I also never thought I would care or think about it at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you care at all, Garrick? That's a tough question. Um, it's probably case and, by and case. I, and I, I, it's a little case by case, but it's sort of this thing. Um, I feel, I feel about the rock hall the same way that I feel about the Grammys where it's, it's this, it's this institution that I recognize the importance. I respect the importance, but it's so frustrating when you see sort of this, like almost refusal to acknowledge certain movements of music that Mm -hmm. have been influential and usually always attached to a different race that's not white and it just Mm -hmm. becomes this thing where it's like oh we're still doing this oh we're still having these arguments of like hip-hop is not music like it's just this such like asinine downright disgusting you know argument that you hear from folks and so when you even have like you know someone like ice cube who's like having to tell gene simmons like so you do know that like Mm hip-hop is real music and like why are you like not even thinking of us as rock and roll as well um it it just is all these things that kind of just frustrates me to where i I do every year i'm sort of kind of like oh yeah these are nominations Mm -hmm. okay that's that's great for a certain demographic of this world who's probably going to watch that HBO, you know, um, ceremony, who's going to maybe care. Um, but I don't really know if that person really still, like, matters in the scheme of, mm-hmm. like, what's moving music forward. And I think that's sort of what I think The Rock Hall needs to really think about is, like, at a certain point, you have to you have to realize your place in the culture isn't what you think it is. And it hasn't been for a really long time. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think like a good example of that is like someone like, you know, Radiohead that's like, I, we don't want any part of this. You know, mm-hmm. you start to see some some certain artists, you know, they push back against these things because they feel like it symbolizes almost this like death of my career in a sense. There's like so many people when I'm like talking to them and we're like, oh. you know, when I'm doing interviews and like they don't want some of this recognition because they they don't take it as serious because they know how political it might be mm-hmm. or for uh, various reasons. Or sometimes they just they don't respect it either. They don't like the fact that, you know, they don't allow this type of artist in or that they refuse to acknowledge this type of music. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in this weird sense of like as a music journalist, yeah, I'm I'm interested every year, but like, do I care past like the nominations? I usually don't because yeah. I already know that that's like this is all I'm gonna really get. You know, every yeah. now and then there's mm-hmm. a moment that's cool, but I'm like, uh, yeah, for the most part. And the nominees yeah. tend to be more exciting than the inductees. Absolutely, you can kind of look at this list and you can you can get a general idea of like who's yeah. gonna be inducted. I think. Yeah. This year may be more difficult than than others, but because uh, you don't have bands like, I mean, last year it was like okay, Bon Jovi's getting in. Uh, how many times had they had they ever been nominated? I'm how Bon Jovi. How I forget that they had been nominated before. Yeah, <clears throat> they had been nominated in 2011, 
and did not get in. That was their first time ever being nominated, mm-hmm. so it was their second, second time getting yeah. nominated last year. Yeah, that after they got a seven-year absence. And they cared. And I've said this before, but like I think caring and trying to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the least rock and roll thing mm-hmm. that you could ever possibly do. And I feel like it's interesting to think about that. It's like, is getting into this like almost like memorial institution is it like an indication of the end of your career right rather than like a a marriage but but see that's so interesting that you said that you say that because you know a lot of these bands and the ones who are caring are part of you know sort of they're sort of the, the the last acts that can actually tour the rest of their lives without having to do much of anything and that's very rare in the music industry and so that's why i think it's interesting you know when you talk about you know the least rock and roll thing you know that an an, an act could do is like want to be a part of this and and i agree 100 percent because i'm like this doesn't symbolize into your career because you can still make money touring you can still like rock artists traditionally are sort of the only genre that can always tour and sustain mm-hmm. touring without putting out new music. You can't really say the same about certain hip hop acts. You can't really say the same about, you know, certain pop, a lot of pop acts. But, you know, so I, I, I've always find it interesting when you see, you know, this sort of idea of like, well, this, this means like the end of it. And it's like, well, what do you think the end of it for you is anyways? Because like you can mm-hmm. ideally go tour, you know, Kiss, you can tour all the time. You can right. sit up in Vegas if you want to. You can do a music cruise, which you have. So it's like all these different <laughs> yeah, things right? that like you can do. I mean, Kiss that, can like, replace stays apart, And they members. can replace members and it just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's a lot of like rock acts, which that's why I'm always so confused when it's like, so you think that this is like symbolizing the end, but like, well, more so Vegas for like six years, <laughs> huh? But it's it's more it's probably more like Radiohead. Radiohead. Like, do yeah. I want a lifetime achievement award when right. I don't believe when I don't that think my lifetime I'm at the is end over? Of my lifetime. Yeah, that's. I guess end. that's what I feel like. I'm. I guess I'm thinking about that now because I'm always like, I wish they would put more relevant acts in the hall, and yet at the same time, I guess getting into the hall in some ways makes you, in a sense, because most of the artists we see inducted have concluded yeah more well, and less. i mean the whole point of it isn't it is to be like this i mean i do think like memorial like a, a you know like the great rock acts that have come before or whatever you know <laughs> yeah. kind of like I and mean, that's what a hall of fame is i haven't said we have we've been so so in the thick of nomination season and our we've been so hyper focused on the micro that we have not yeah, talked about the macro in a while in a while and i guess i'm thinking about that now the idea that like yeah not wanting to be in because seeing it as like an end of your career type of thing like but it does not have to be that it doesn't that's all mental right uh yeah, it's a state of mind, baby. <laughs> I'm this telling you, Hall dude. of Fame is a state of mind. Uh, but it's like for yeah, but for some bands, it can also be a boon. It can. I think it always boosts record sales for groups that get yeah. not just inducted but also nominated because they're part of the conversation again. Mm-hmm. Right. If and they might might not have been, you know. Well, I think about like last year's nomination. I mean, last year's inductees. Sister Rosetta Tharp is like to me. That's the like coolest thing that happened last year because that was someone i didn't know who that was and now i do not that i mean my if i hadn't been doing this podcast i don't know if i would have if it would have like pierced like into my life or whatever but Mm -hmm. it did and it was so cool and then i really liked all the i went to the museum for the first time this last year Mm -hmm. 
I was just in Cleveland. I didn't make a special trip. I want you to know that. <laughs> it was incidental. It was incidental. But you were still in Cleveland. Yeah, I was. So still it doesn't in Cle- change yeah, much. It's yeah. Cleveland. Yeah, I was there though, and I went. Um, but I liked all the, the the exhibit about her and kind of like all, and I really enjoyed watching a bunch of people like actually walk past video of her wailing on a guitar and go wait yeah. what like i saw yeah. people do double takes and i was like oh well that's cool that this person who probably came to just you know look at all the steely dan memorabilia <laughs> like incidentally learned about somebody who was like influential and important so mm-hmm. that's and if that, good if that's what the hall can do that's a great right. thing especially to shine a light like bon jovi did not need a light shined on it you know mm-hmm. everyone knows who they are but for someone like sister Zeta tharp where pretty obscure but extremely important and if, and if we can focus on that if there's at least one artist every year that is that that is a cool thing of the many cool things that the rock <laughs> hall can be the other thing that i think is i think though is great about the hall uh unlike the grammys is that it can correct itself you know, it's a it's a like living. They can't go back and you know. The, you know, uh, yeah, they uh, can't the, give. Yeah. Uh, right. So for the Grammys, cannot go back mm-hmm. and give uh, Kanye or Beyonce right. the Grammys they deserve for their specific work. Yeah. But the Rock Hall at any point. Like, wasn't it Steely Dan who got a over Eminem? Over Eminem. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay with that. Like... <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, yeah, Steely Dan in 2000 one or something the height of their career yeah of course two against nature i believe was the name of that album excuse me yeah was it like the number two or something as well no i think it was written out okay uh but yeah you with the hall you can there's always hope that if someone doesn't get inducted this year that it could happen for them next year or even if it takes a little bit of time it's a thing that can get around to it eventually you know that the door never shuts which I think is a a good thing, and but I they hopeful can never thing. like go back and uninduct. You <laughs> know, they can't. They can't. Uh, they can't take. <laughs> Once it people away. are through the door, <laughs> can't, you can't push them back. They cannot out. uninduct them. Yeah, uh, they can't right. be like we made a mistake. Whoopsie do. Uh, we're gonna swap. No. We're gonna do some swapping no. real quick. Hope that's cool. No. Wait, and you said you you're cool with you're you're cool with Eminem not getting a Grammy instead of uh, yeah, Steely yeah, Dan. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm, fine, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Uh, so I'm assuming uh, you are not a voter uh, for the hall. I am not a voter. I, I think you should be. I think I think most I think when you when he told me that you were a music journalist, I was like, oh, does he vote in the hall? Because like a lot of music critics and music journalists yeah. are in the hall. Yeah. Would you want to if they asked you to be a voter? Would you do it? Uh... And sometimes they don't ask. Wait, ask. what do you mean they don't like, ask? You could just they find just a ballot in your ballot? mail. Yeah, yeah. A ballot could which one? Yeah. That happens to a lot of people. They, they just yeah. have a ballot. They're like surprised the I'm in the hall. I mean, in or the I'm hall. like a voter. I'm a voter. Yeah, exactly. I'm part of the voting body. Mm-hmm. <gasps> maybe. Oh wait, but you didn't. The ballots have gone out. I was like, maybe you the are. Have gone but out. you just moved. Uh, maybe it went to the wrong address. You never know. You just told us that you moved. I bet they would. They would probably send it to the L.A. Times to get it to you. Would be my guess. There's probably a different reporter that they would that they would have asked because he's been doing this. A little bit longer. Or longer. A lot of bit longer. <laughs> a lot uh, of bit longer. But you... they are trying to do like younger, more diverse yeah. voters. Yeah. Let's say it now. Get Garrick a ballot. Let's I'm only going to vote for Garrick ever until she makes it in. So if you did have a ballot, though, I have I have who is 
Oh, here. Who's nominated that I'll, I'll show. Um, and you can vote if you want. I mean, you can vote up to five, but you mm-hmm. don't have to vote for five if you don't right. want to. If that, if you had that, and you got a ballot, who would you vote for? Well, it's very easy for me. Like I said, I start with Janet. You start yeah, with Janet. Janet is at the top. I start with Janet. I go Stevie. Stevie I go. Nicks. I go Rage Against the Machine. Rage. Mm-hmm. I go Radiohead. Radiohead. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a part of me, there's a part of me, there's a part of me that, like, I love Shaka Khan and Rufus so much, mm-hmm. but I would probably end up voting Kraftwerk. Okay. So, opening the tributary for future acts. I feel like Kraftwerk is like the beginning of, like, a new... bust down that door. Yeah. Yeah. So, bust down the door. To review Janet, Stevie, yes. Rage, yes. Kraftwerk, and what was. Uh, oh, I didn't do five. No, maybe you did. Oh, wait. Oh, um, Radiohead. Radiohead. Radiohead, Radiohead. Yeah. So you Great. did do five. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Because I just keep looking at LL and every. And it's mm-hmm. like, and I love LL so much, but I just. Uh, maybe next year. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but wasn't was he on the ballot last year? He was. On he the was. Ballot last year. Yeah. He's been, he was. This is his fifth time on he the ballot. Was. Come on, yeah, guys. I know. He is a it's, pioneer. I just feel is. like if you're gonna like people who are, I don't know. He he made a difference. He made like a he really did. big impact. There's, yeah, but it's hard to measure the influence. Of is this LL. Celebrity in lip terms sync, of hip-hop. Is this lip sync battle talking right now? No, I love lip sync battle. <laughs> okay. And I love LL so, the actor. So that like keeps... all these mm-hmm. things. That, but I just think of like, you know, the music that I've loved of his, the music that was really great, the music that the public responded to. You don't really see, you you can't really connect a lot more dots to LL. I think. Yeah. I don't think many era. people are calling him their influence yeah. anymore. So I feel like that should be kind of part of why somebody is inducted no oh oh you know, yeah I, I, joe would definitely agree that's one of the categories that we'll talk about later which yeah. is influence mm-hmm. like yeah yeah that definitely. like someone having influence over more artists being yeah. important that's interesting i guess i never i didn't think about that with ll i just think because I, when he was so important at the time that he was so important like at the dawn right. of rap he was like very important or like the dawn of rap breaking into the mainstream yes you know but uh he Nowadays, I don't think many people are like, you know. Oh, yeah. I don't know, though. Chuck D uh, on Twitter, there's a thread. Uh And honestly, it might have been before threads. Might just be a series of (laughs) unconnected tweets. It's either before threads or Chuck D doesn't know how to thread. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, Where he really makes a good case for LL. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where he he's just yeah, the, the Can you retweet all 20 of those tweets yeah. or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can make account. a you can make a strong case mm-hmm. for him. And I but I, I think of Chuck D as with... like the authority. Yeah. You know, I, I I would listen to what Chuck D has to say. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sorry I cut you off. More people no, need same, to listen to what Chuck like D has other, to say. There's just other names on that that I'm like that that are on the list before. Maybe next year like you said. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz what cuz what is that? That gives us if if your ballot became like I I don't think anybody would be mad if like the if <laughs> no. that if that was like if who that, those got inducted, if it was yeah. Janet, Stevie, Radiohead, Rage, Rage and Craftwork. That's I would I, mean, I would love to go that's that show. Fun, I know. That's a good show. That's a great show. That's an interesting jam at the end. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a very really intrigued. interesting jam. 
Yeah. yeah. And I imagined, oh, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see Janet and some dancers come out to like during craft work. Yeah. As, as craft work <laughs> interprets uh, Edge of Seventeen. <laughs> With Tom Morello just shredding. Yeah, just like going nuts. And, and Tom York dancing to the yes! side. His weird little dance. Yeah, that's a show I would go to. Uh, I don't I my prediction is LL will not be on the ballot next year. You don't think so? Don't think you, so. But not because he got in? Not because he got in, but because I think they're I, like I, we've been we've been pushing it too much. It's a little bit of that. Also, I I know that they try to not block the lanes, so to speak, the genre lanes. They try to keep them right. relatively separate. And I think the hip hop artists who will be on the ballot next but year. They do keep. They try to keep three to four um, spaces open every year for just old white guy rock bands, and then they have one spot usually for. Well, do, well, well let me but ask this you this: year it's going to be different. Do this we, year's different. Do we necessarily have that this year? No, it's just like the which first time. I'm I'm yeah. like so interested to see what it's going to look like. Although, I mean, there is a way to do. We we've talked about like what's the most boring ballot that they could possibly yeah, do. Well, what's yeah. the most boring class? Uh, and it's hard to do because you hard. can pick a few and where you're like, that's not the most exciting. But then you're like, it kind of is. But it's and kind of exciting. It like if just yeah. like John Prine, John Prine and, and MC5. And, and MC5 and Todd Rundgren and like. And Def Leppard. And, uh, but then after that, you're like, okay. Then the fifth thing is going to be something interesting at the in, very yeah. least. Yeah. And, and even, even those Rundgren, are interesting. Yeah, and MC5 right. is interesting. Yes. It's all interesting. Like Yeah, John Prine. John Prine is interesting. Yeah. I'm like. They did it this year. <laughs> they did it. They did finally. It. Yeah, I mean, At I last. think Def Leppard will one hundred percent get in, but they're mm-hmm. like the they're the baseline of like right, yeah. And, and as you know, I kind of like Def Leppard. Uh, anyway, I think next year Biggie is going to be on the ballot instead yes. of LL, and I think Biggie will get in. Get I yeah. think Biggie will get in too, especially considering kind of like his name recognition to people. Is Tupac in? Yeah, and he got in immediately. It's yeah. that kind of martyr thing where like. It that cemented their legacy, and I think, yeah, when that when they become eligible, they get in. That's what I think. Yeah. But why don't we talk about the number one on your ballot? Let's talk about number one. Uh, I'm so happy. I'm I'm smiling from <laughs> ear to ear. I'm so happy right now to get to talk about Janet Jackson. Her name's Janet. <sighs> the excitement in this room right now. I, I feel so it. So happy. I feel it on oh, you. Truly. Janet Jackson. Okay, so Janet, this is her third time on the ballot. Yes. She was nominated in uh, 2016, 2017, had a gap year, <laughs> went to Europe. Went to Europe, <laughs> explored, explored, experimented. Uh, herself, uh, and then is back in the ballot. Uh, back in the ballot with some rudimentary French. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just start with uh, your connection to Janet, why Janet uh, might mean so much to you, and yeah, your history with her and her music. My history with Janet. Wow. Okay. <laughs> start super broad. Um, yeah. I mean, so I, you know, I told you guys that uh, I'm from Ohio. So, you know, growing up, it's sort of, you know, my entry point into like my love of music, you know, from a very early point was the Jackson family um, and what they stood for. Um, I was so fascinated slash obsessed with sort of this dynamic of like, 
all of these siblings and like they're mm-hmm. all so talented. Like, yeah. how does this exist? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was later on that I learned that like you know their dad is beating the talent out of them. But before then, when it was still this pure thing in my <laughs> in my magic? heart, <laughs> you didn't know the magic. Was there was you didn't know the magic, yeah. right? So it's like you know loving the Jackson Five. Um, you know, obviously loving Michael, you know, sort of the first times that I like learned to dance was like watching Michael videos, watching Janet videos. Um, but Janet was someone who I spent so much of my childhood, um, loving Michael. And then it was like, as I got older, um, as I started having, you know, the experience that she's singing about, you know, the first time that I'm having a crush, the first time that I'm having sex and all these different things. The first time you're taking control. The first time you're taking control, (laughs) you know, you're mad at your parents and, you know, just, just what she sort of meant in terms of, you know, the depths that she was reaching, you know, with the music. That was something I always, you know, loved. And I, you know, it's, I wrote I wrote this piece when Control turned 30. Um, and it was about how, you know, she really was, you know, at the, the forefront of really expressing yourself sexually in a particular way um, that, you know, Madonna obviously gets a lot of credit, but like to see a black woman do it is very revolutionary. Um, considering, you know, how, how much their bodies have been policed, you know, mm-hmm. over actually forever, sadly. Um, and so when I got older and I really started to dig into, you know, what this music meant and and sort of the movement that she was creating really silently, you know, I don't think a lot of people give, you know, Janet this, this credit, and especially that Control album really set the blueprint for New Jack Swing, which really carried R&B, you know, oh. through the late 80s, through the early 90s, to the point where, you know, yeah, we're coming back around to it now, but so much of an entire decade of a genre that is like so revered by so many artists really started with like her deciding to hop on a plane and go to Minneapolis, you know, just yeah. to get away from her dad mm-hmm. and be like, I want to do this like without you telling me and I don't want to do like this pop stuff that like the family has been known for, you know, at that time she had sort of kind of was experimenting with some things, you know, was in this relationship and, you know, to really just break out like that on this album that's just so incredibly powerful, you know, when you think, yes, yeah, it's this upbeat record, but it's like, it's really, you're seeing, you know, this young woman really assert herself and like doing it while you're in the shadow of like this humongous yes. figure, this empire, like, this too, empire yeah. too, but like this humongous figure, first of all, is like, that I always thought was extraordinary. And then when I think of, the arc that she gave us from control to rhythm nation to where she's like, you know, again, who was singing about the thing she was singing about, you know, when, when she was doing it, especially as a pop artist, oh no one God. was being as political mm-hmm. forthright as, as she was, you know, mm-hmm. in, in that music. And then from go to, the, to there to Janet, which is just so sensual. And, and that's an album that has now informed, you know, what, this down-tempo, you know, alternative R&B movement is right now. Like, you just think this woman has been so ahead of it for so very long that, like, I just worship the ground that she walks yeah. on, obviously. I think that's a great point, too, the idea of, like, her getting credit for being a pioneer. She yeah. doesn't get as much of a cre- of credit. Like, right. she was ahead of so many different waves of things that so we many. now take for granted. Yeah. Oh, and also just thank you for giving a little shout-out to New Jack Swing. I'm, oh, my God, my I'm favorite moment. I'm so happy moment. to see that. Yeah. It, like, I feel like finale <laughs> coming like I feel like finesse now as it was like that has ushered back it's like uh, back and we're kind of like that was the most frustrating part about the Grammys where it's like I, I get you know there was this moment where we thought Kendrick was gonna get all these things and so to see the conversation after Bruno Wynn be like oh they gave it to pop once again I'm like so we're just gonna ignore the fact that a new Jack Swing album won 
every major category. Right. Grammys, we're just yeah. gonna just pretend like that didn't yeah. oh my happen. Gosh. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, I, I it mean, didn't fit the narrative that people were narrative. expecting and, and exactly. would be, yeah. Well, and that's a, and it's a good album too. It's like I'm album. not mad about it at yeah. all. I'm mm-hmm. not mad about. It. I'm so happy. I'm just now. I'm like I'm like oh, and I'm thinking like I think like I just it, it and and also kind of like that that type of music is on its way back. Kind of like the people are doing throwback like boys to men choreography right. videos and things like that. I feel like Tony 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 could have a comeback. Right. I feel like no, anything yeah. could that's happen. Wild, but yes. I mean, if, <laughs> if "Loot" by Tony 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 got played on the radio today, people would be like, "This new Bruno Mars song is really good." Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's an it's a it's a fave. It's a jam. Mm-hmm. I will love it forever. Uh, I, I guess like the thought too when you were saying, you know, like her kind of taking control of her sexuality yeah, nice. and and kind of her image uh, as a young woman and as a young black woman mm-hmm. the idea too that like uh, black women's bodies have been politicized as well and also our uh, black women have to have had to walk such a a line of um being sexualized yes. and then also being blamed for yes. being sexual and she like took control and was like, yeah. I'm making an album that I want to make and I'm saying the things that I want to say and no one's going to be able to put anything on me because right. I, I own the, I own the narrative. Yeah. And that's like mm-hmm. very cool. And, and for someone who had come up in such a like, dare I say it, you know, patriarchy. I mean, you know, yeah. all her dad being I mean, the controlling, a literal patriarchy. the literal patriarchy. Her actual you father know? Was, yeah. was controlling the what, entire thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then all of her brothers. And it's just like, and she's like the little baby girl <laughs> right. at the bottom. And it's, you just named, the, I hadn't even thought about like the, um, those albums, like Control, Rhythm Nation, Janet. Yeah. Those are three perfect albums. Like, they're, they're so distinct, good. Uh, yes, you know, and they're yeah. uh, she's evolving clearly, right? And taking risks. It's not like even if she did control three times, <laughs> right? <laughs> would have been people would have been like, cool, cool, this exactly. is pretty great. Yeah, but she didn't do that. Uh, she was constantly looking for the next step. And even beyond those three albums. Mm-hmm. And I am someone who hates skits on albums. Oh. <laughs> like, I hate skits on albums. I especially hate oh, them yeah, on rap albums. Sure. But I hate skits on albums. And I, I'll give a pass. I'll yeah. give a pass. Yeah. A Janet <laughs> album a without interlude. Come on. Yeah, I know you need to have an interlude. <laughs> in exactly. I know. Well, it's like that. And then, like, De La Soul also gets a pass. Those are they the people a, who yeah. get a pass for having, like, interludes or mm-hmm. skits on their albums. Kanye does not. Right. Even Kendrick Lamar does not. I do not. I can't. Or just make them separate tracks. Or is make them separate my tracks. biggest thing is you have to make them separate tracks. Right. And she's yeah. done that. She's made them separate mm-hmm. tracks. But sometimes it's just you know sometimes a minute and a half of a spoken word thing at the end. Of course, that whisper. <laughs> <laughs> and you're living in it, and you're like, okay, we'll get to the next song when we get there. When we get there. <laughs> in the meantime, although I guess that Lauren Hill album too. I I. I just wish that those were separate tracks. Mm-hmm. I just wish that they were separate tracks sometimes. This right. was back when people were listening to CDs, though. Mm-hmm. Now, now who's do... listening to a whole album? Not we... a lot of folks. Yeah. Uh, so, the as you know, the hall does not really have any published list of criteria for induction, yeah. which is part of why it's frustrating, because you're like, okay, right. why does one person over the other... Uh, 
But having looked at the past inductees and knowing a lot about this dumb thing, I've been able to <laughs> hobble together what I think is a list of categories where if you do well enough in a good amount of them, that is a pretty good indication for induction. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through these categories okay, uh, and check Janet's merits across the board. I've got a feeling it's going to turn <laughs> she's, she's out gonna okay for She's going to do her. all right. She's gonna do, I but, see what you did there. Oh, all right. I see what you well did Well done. There. That's a great video, too. Now, could we do? Could we have a separate category? Where we just talk about her videos because that all right video when she's in the Cab Calloway like uh, yellow suit, it's a great. We don't. Yeah, we don't he's talk in that video. Cab Calloway is in that video. Oh shit! <sighs> mm-hmm. That is cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, great video. So the first al- the first category that we talk about is critical acclaim, uh, and I think Janet has been pretty well received by critics. Uh, Especially retrospectively, I think maybe at the time there were at the time she she got good marks from the critics. There were some I think who weren't ready for it and didn't quite know how to deal with it. And I think too people wanted to maybe write her off as like mm-hmm. just a pop act or just a um, you know uh, just Jan- uh, just Michael's sister. Like I think mm-hmm. that that was probably something that she was working against as well. Mm-hmm. But the kind of monumental status of those albums was kind of hard to ignore. You well, know, and I do think critics standpoint. tend to also like trivialize, like especially like female pop artists as like being. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the um, I don't even know if I should say this Ooh. publicly. <laughs> <laughs> but one of one of the things that has always um, been so interesting slash frustrating slash maddening is like you know a lot of times i will go back and see what we've written about things and mm-hmm. you know when i look at when i've looked at some of the janet um reviews and just to see how she was written about was really fascinating and i'm i'm, I'm obviously i'm obviously trying to massage it um <laughs> yeah, you never know who's you know from my place of employment who is listening but it, it's you know I, I i got a sense that there wasn't at the time an appreciation you know particularly when she started to express herself more sexually um there didn't seem to be you know this appreciation from critics who were always white and male um, of this woman who was singing so freely about it. You know, when I think of an album that's like as fantastic as All For You or, you know, when I think of, um, you know, Velvet Rope. Oh my God, um, Velvet sense, Rope, that wasn't even, hasn't entered the conversation yet. It hasn't yet. entered and the I'm conversation like, yet. Oh I know. My God. I know, Iconic. I know. That is Iconic, oh right? God. And you think of like, just like how... How she would have, how if these albums came out now, no one would think about it. Like it just would not really even be a thing that's like part of the conversation. But when like when she was coming out with these records, and it's like so much emphasis, you know, by these men were placed on the fact that she's singing about her own body and like pleasuring herself. And it's like, how dare you have a song about masturbation? Like how dare you? And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, I mean. Well, we we were cool when Madonna did it, I guess, until there was, like, yeah. the book. But it's sort of this, like, selective thing that I felt like she's always gotten a little bit more um, 
a little bit more of an aggressive um, tone when it comes to like how people, you know, have written about, you know, her being sexual. And so that's why, you know, I think of, you know, a lot of people are really hung up on like the Super Bowl thing and like how it's still been a thing. And it's like, I can understand it because it was like, it was for a lot of people, it was the culmination of like this singer who was like, so like free in her sexuality. And is like, now she just, she just showed the world her breasts. Like how dare she, she should mm-hmm. burn at the stake. So Well, and you know, we've talked about this before. Um, really quickly. I do want to say that the video for anytime, any place was my sexual awakening. Okay. Like, and that, <laughs> like that is, if you're wondering like what my sexuality is, it is the video for anytime, any place. If you want to get to know me better, if you're trying to date me, maybe go watch that video. And then like, you know, Report. Me a call. But also, though, never look at you through a, a people. But Just don't also look never. at me through like, a people make sure unless, like, we have decided that <laughs> that's a thing we're doing. Consensual, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's a, we've decided that a that's a thing we're people. doing. Okay. You know? Just, like, why don't I have a hot neighbor? I don't. Um, uh, but I guess, so just, that's just, like, as an aside, that was, like, that is, I, I can, like, yes. mainline, yeah. I can still he picture that video in dot my on the timeline. brain like ding there she goes, <laughs> there she goes. she's yeah. awake there she um, is. welcome uh, but we've talked about this too is like the um that less moon, moon yeah the moon less moon oh, bullshit right. yeah mm-hmm. that like he directly sabotaged her career because right. he felt that she did not apologize she properly apologize properly because she didn't participate I mean, the way that you know because she didn't cry like Justin did for I'm gonna show up to the Grammys on your network I'm gonna try on this stage and like forgive me ugh I just it is it is just such bullshit oh yeah it is such it, it is so the but even but even that particular topic I mean look at how long so many people kept saying there is an actual thing that's happening. There's something that's going on behind the scenes. And it's like, no, she just deserved it. And so now it's yeah, she like... she fell off. Oh, actually? There yeah, was a yeah, whole exactly. plan in place. People were like, oh, she just fell off. If her music yeah. was good, it would be getting out there. It's like, right. no, 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 Someone no, no, no. There are gatekeepers. The so, like, someone's actually... So yeah. it's kind of... but it, And was. it's cool to see that moment happening now where, like, you know, he's toppled, of course. But, like, you know, there's been this nice, you know, wave of appreciation for Janet this past, like, two years where mm-hmm. she's been able to be on a world tour and she's playing festivals and she's having a lot more fun. But she's also... You can see her kind of having this moment of, like, oh, you all, like, really like me like this, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But then yeah. she'll get on that stage and slay it, and it's like, well, this is why. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh Janet Jackson. Well, and, you know, I just... I mean, we'll talk about this when we come to influences, but it's just like, yeah, without Janet Jackson, there would be no Beyonce, and the world would be so A much worse place. off yeah. for it, you know? Yeah. Like, so many things... Uh, she like paved the way for so many people mm-hmm. and she did she she put in work. Wait, so did the critics has is she on any lists or anything like this? Joe knows about yeah, the list. Yeah, so we'll get he, we'll get to that with his... with the next category which is classic albums, uh-huh. right? So, uh even though critically, uh you know, you would expect the the people who tend to put like for let's we always do the Rolling Stone 500 albums, right? Yeah. MC5 has how many in the 500 albums? They have two. Okay, how many does Janet Jackson have? so does Janet Jackson. So she's equal to... (laughs) So, I mean, probably maybe in a higher positioning. I don't... Okay. I didn't memorize the 500 position. (laughs) Yet. But, you know, Rhythm Nation is on there, and so is Velvet Rope. Oh! They're on the 500. I think if you updated... 
I think if you updated the list, Control would be on there. There are a ton of Genesis. lists of the greatest albums where Control yeah. is on there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so, if, I mean, if we're talking about classic albums, I mean, I, I think it's very, it's a very good sign that, like, she was able to get two on that Rolling Stone list that tends to be, those lists tend to be dominated by, you know, yeah. white artists from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Uh, but if we're going through, I think, Control, uh, that whole run that we were talking about, starting yeah. with Control, which is pivotal, influential. Uh, Whoa! Uh, <laughs> don't know if that came through, but Kristen uh, does not know how to use her phone and then nope. suddenly just started playing something. I was something. trying to look up. I'm just like, what other albums am I forgetting about? How could I sleep so on we'll, Velvet we'll, Rope? We'll I just go through them. Uh, I think, so she had a few albums before Control, but those were like the Joe Jackson years. We don't talk about we those. Don't talk about those. Yeah. Uh, her arrival was Although Control. I do like Dream Street. I mean, I don't want to, yeah. I want to be clear here. Like, <laughs> but it, it like, when we think about like the career yeah. Of Janet, that as we know it, uh, uh, it starts with control, and then she followed that up with Rhythm Nation, and then lowercase J Janet period, <laughs> and then after that's that, the one with the boobs on the front too. Yes, it is. Yes. That also, I mean, I was like, I was like a tween when that album came out, and I was just like, oh my god, that video. I I just want to talk about every Janet about Jackson the, music the video ever because they were very. <laughs> very influential she to me. She did a great job. That, that, that video, I mean, they're thing. another category. Yeah. Like, uh, the video for You Want This where they're all in the desert. Absolutely. And like, Tina, just... her choreographer, Tina Landau. Tina yeah. Landon. Tina mm-hmm. Landon. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is like, this is like her era of choreography and it's just like beautiful. They're all, you know, doing the butterfly in the desert with their little half tops like, on. Like the fashion from the New Jack Swing era is really back too. Like, Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that run, like probably ending it at all for you, those are all you could make a case classic albums. Yeah. You know, she was an album artist. She was. You know, mm-hmm. it, for a genre that you expect single artists. Yeah. You know? Good point, Joe. With, thank you. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> but, point. But like with, with those pop artists, especially from that era, you don't expect, you know, albums that hold together and mm-hmm. fit and work as albums, but she totally had those. Uh, so that's check. Great work, Janet. And the, and the yeah. classic albums category for sure. Uh, now let's talk about iconic songs I mean. slash recognizable songs. What does, I mean, what do we have from Janet in that category? I mean, we can, we can go There's chronologically. So We've played this a lot on here, usually when we talk about Janet, but. This is my favorite Janet Jackson song. Absolutely. It's my number one. As I said before we started airing, I hear it all the time. You cannot walk into a Marshalls and not hear when I think of you. And uh, I'm never mad about it. You'll keep me in the store looking at some uh, <laughs> some discount designer. <laughs> uh, so good. she had five top five hits off of this album. So I when, when I think so of much. you, uh, she also had... Uh, yeah, this I think Absolutely. is, Nasty. I think it is, this would probably be the most, um, like, I don't know, if you asked any person on the street to name a Janet Jackson song, this would be the one that they, they might would pull name. Nasty. That, that would be what I would think. Right. Well, yeah, Nasty. I mean, so many of these, yeah, these were huge singles. Uh, but yeah, I think this is, of her iconic songs, especially from this album, that's probably... Towards the top, and then when I think of you, and then, yeah, what have you done for me lately? (laughs) 
this was the Paula Abdul choreography. Right. Uh, so Empire. Mm-hmm. This was like, but this is pre Tina. These are good videos too. It's just a different style of dancing. It's more shoulders, less hips. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for breaking it down. I'm just letting people know. If you go through the <laughs> the videography, this is what you're gonna find. You're gonna find her body movements move from shoulders in the beginning to hips. And then what's she doing now? Feet? I don't know. She's wow. giving you all body. She's giving you all body. Body, yaddy, yaddy. Uh, and then maybe the other tracks that were hits from this album are maybe tracks that you don't hear as much anymore, which is the, the title track. You know a slept on moment, though, that like actually I think people probably just don't tend to like think of the title, but Escapade. She's always... Oh my gosh, Minneapolis. You can hit that in the mall. You can mm-hmm. you, you hear that more often than you think you do. Yes. Yeah. Escapade, I would say, is the second song that I hear b- yeah. besides When I Think of You uh, yeah. in public. Like, yeah. that's a that's a song miss you're... Miss You Much, Puzzle Principle. Miss You Much. I mean, there's just so many songs. I mean, there's just yeah, so th- many. This, yeah, this one is... Uh, this is a banger that yes. also you can play at the mall. You, you can anywhere, and you can. Pl- oh, I love this song so much. But she does. She's when she screams Minneapolis. It's like what a treat, what Absolutely. a joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is the this this is from Rhythm Nation. Yes, this. So the video for Rhythm Nation. I think it also, you know, my that's one of those ones that that shows up on the list of the greatest videos. Yes, is that because that was. I mean, that was 89, and that was, like, huge. Well, and that, uh, the choreography, once again, in that video was incredible. And that was, like, kind of this militant thing. Let me throw on Rhythm Nation. Gosh, yeah. (sighs) She was, like, she was doing something that people were not doing, which was she was talking about race, and she was talking about politics, and she was a celebrity and, like, a very well-known you know star and like she wasn't going to like i don't know write out only love songs she was like i Mm -hmm. have something to say and i'm gonna say it yeah and it wasn't uh wasn't a soft message no uh the other i mean what does this coincide with in 89 what's michael doing in 89 I mean, Michael was ruling the world in 89. Yeah, I know. I mean, right. like, this was his heyday. Was this black or white? That's 92. No, that was uh, 90, early 90s. So Dangerous yeah. was, was 91, yeah. I think. So this is before Dangerous? Yeah, this was what? Okay, Janet. Because did you not realize that once she was giving you this in New Jack, Michael said, I'm going to call Teddy Riley because that's what you guys are in for. And that's why Dangerous sounds the way that it does. Oh. Yeah. I'm sure this drove him nuts. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you got to imagine Michael like going insane. Because, I mean, Bad was already sort of like, to me, yeah. felt like such a direct influence. And like, and that's what I love because they were, I think they were, they were closer in a way that people, I don't know if they didn't always know or mm-hmm. think about or something. Because I remember like Scream being such this like momentous moment because it was like, oh my God, they're together. But it's like. We weren't realizing that they were always around each other. They yeah. were that is always something Scream I think of as the first time that I realized, like, oh yeah, they're close. Yeah, like they hang out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? Because I thought of them as so separate. Oh yeah, it had to drive him crazy because also mm-hmm. she's got the kind of like jacket from Bad, but like cooler in this yeah. video. She, she made it a you know bit what better. I mean? Yeah. And then like this kind of yeah, and she's bringing in you can the woo and all that the new Jack Swing like vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another, another huge that, one. And this does got that dangerous vibe. You are right. Yeah. From uh, Rhythm Nation is oh, Miss You Much. Absolutely. Come on. Come uh, on. Uh, that's a personal Another favorite. iconic video. I mean, 
every video, I can't think of a video. I like the video for We Go Deep where <laughs> where, she, where they're all having a house party. Like, uh, that's like a, that's a, that is not a top 20 for most people, but I really like that song. I like anything that has a, like a nice, like everybody in the house chanting yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, a good vibe. Yeah. That video is like, like, Aaron's party, but but but. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> uh, and then if we if we get into lowercase J Janet and the the songs that we think are still uh, recognizable and solid off that one. This song is so good, Miss You. Okay. Maybe that's the way love goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a. Uh, it's a month. That was a number one And that one was hit. such a big a- thing too. Everyone was like, she wasn't. Uh, uh, is this sh- this video is like really important? I this, this is one I'd have to. I don't remember. They're the all chilling. Is. It's Tina. It's early. It's early days. They're just chilling in a loft. She's like this on the down stairs. vibe. Like it's yeah. just so. It's like it just has informed so much of what's happening right now in R and B. Like it's yes. It's insane the level of the influence that this woman has had. And yeah. coming in with this after what we had just heard. Yeah, also, this like, is after what, Rhythm Nation. You come back with this just like... Groove. You yeah. know. And this was, yeah, this was a lot of like... This was just like hot people hanging out in a loft, like flirting. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the vibe of this video. <laughs> Your kind of thing. I was like, oh, God, someday I'll be an adult. <laughs> and I'll be chilling in a loft with all these hot people in half tops. <laughs> and you know what? My dreams came true. <laughs> I live in Los Angeles. Right. Nobody's got a loft, but there are a lot of crop tops. Uh, so this song was a platinum single. Wow. Uh, not, not just a, a platinum album, but a platinum single. And then so was the song. We'll play If. That's another. I mean, that video is... I mean, this is, again, the, There's she's the queen of having like a dance breakdown in the middle of a video that everybody wants to learn. She did it with Rhythm Nation. She did it with It. What else is big from this album? Uh, the song again. Oh was... yeah, because that's a that's a song that like your parents are gonna be like, oh that's nice. People don't respect Janet as a ballad singer because she has such a light airy voice. However, mm-hmm. I think again is one of those moments where it's like that tenderness is like perfect because there's some like if you had like a humongous vocal on a track like this it just wouldn't work because just the longing of it get into oh it. you're right just let, let it take you away yeah, right this, yeah it needs to be sung in a breathy way a breathy it moment need, if whitney houston was singing no this, yeah it not, mm-hmm. uh, too much power too much power yeah you're being lulled into some satin sheets yeah <laughs> I have gotten numerous good cries to this song. I will, I will be honest here. I have definitely slow danced at a junior high dance to that really? song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. The theme was Looney Tunes. Oh, no. What the flying Don't fuck? Don't worry about it. Uh, and then w- let's let's take it into... I, I think just the fact that how uh, much time we have to give this category is obviously <laughs> yeah. a great We're sign. We're not even like... But let's go into Velvet Rope where we've okay. got a lot of great bangers. When she, that was like also the move when she did uh, Got Till It's Gone and she like 
was barely on the song, the, like her opening song. That was the first single from Velvet Rope was Got Till It's Gone. And it was like, you know, mostly Joni Mitchell and Q-Tip. That's right. Yeah. And the was a big yellow taxi uh, yeah. sample. Um, so I think this song is incredible. Uh, Together again. Yes. And this is the video where she's in Africa. Oh. And yeah. What are they doing in this video? I don't remember this video. There must not have been any sexy dancing in it. It was mostly <laughs> not because Saharan the tribute song landscapes. This is a tribute song. Who mm. is this a tribute to someone who has passed? Yes. Who? From AIDS. One of her ah. friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this song just had a nice... Oh, yes. This was you know, like a... Yeah. It's own world, you know, especially, you know, um, uh, post-AIDS crisis, of course, but it became like sort of a modern um, tribute. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, she always... did. Yeah, she had kind of... She was she was on the... She was out there talking about the mm-hmm. AIDS crisis. She was vocal. And, like, being right vocal, out. which is good uh, and important. Mm-hmm. And then the, the other the other big ones from this... I'll, I'll jump a little. Okay. I get so, lonely. Yeah, I did a dance to this in high school. Oh, I yeah? Cho- choreographed with your yes. friends choreographed in matching with my friends. outfits? Yes. Yes. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I know. This is an awesome video, too. This takes place in an airplane hangar. She's wearing a, she's wearing a suit jacket, no shirt, just, you know, really living it. Hell yeah. The choreo in this is really good. I think we're still in Tina Landon land at this point. Thank you for keeping us updated. Yeah, I'm just letting you know Tina who status. the choreographer is. And then the other major recognizable would be Go Deep. Yep. Love that fun. Doing such an absolute yep. vibe. Yeah. This is ah. Uh, this song is great. This is a great song. This song is I didn't mean to say that it was like Aaron's party. I meant to say that like Aaron's party tried. To... They tried to replicate what Janet perfected. <laughs> yeah. And how dare how dare Aaron and the boys. Uh, and then you know after this, I would I would say maybe the last kind of monumental one would be all for you from the same the album the same name. That's not to say she didn't still have a ton of hits. I mean, there's so many songs that we didn't even get to. I mean, doesn't really matter was a was a number one hit off the Nutty Professor two soundtrack. Wait, what? <laughs> and, and then there was, you know, Someone to Call My Lover, also off of All For You, which was a number three Wait, hit. what was the Nutty Professor song? Doesn't Really Matter. Can you play that? Yeah, I can play that one for you. Uh, she was in Nutty Professor, too. One of the best VMA performances of all time, actually. What did she do? She gave you an entire moment. Explain. Tell us. <laughs> Tell me what the. I mean, I need well, to like, know. Well, like, cause like the video in this video, she had like this tilted stage sort of a vibe with like this leather, like this patent leather situation. Okay. Cause it's super up tempo. Um, it is not sounding up tempo so far. What's well, happening? Because then Rockwater, <laughs> gave, then Rockwater gave you a remix that was insane. And she gave you that version. Oh, I remember this song. This yeah. has that kind of like early 2000s, yeah. like vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do remember what this video was too. Everything was like tilting and mm-hmm. wild. Okay. There you go. Okay. So, yeah. Obviously, a lot of songs. A lot of songs coming from from her girl Janet. 
she has an album called Best of Number Ones. Like, yeah, like she can have an album ones. that's just number one singles. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, a double disc. So, I mean, that uh, transitions nicely to commercial success. Holy shit. Like, one of the most uh, successful artists just by numbers alone. You know, uh, if we look at those albums that we talked about, Control, five times platinum. Rhythm Nation, six times platinum. Janet, six times platinum. Velvet Rope, three times platinum. Two times platinum for All for One. And even... Demita Joe and uh, 20YO albums where the narrative is that she fell off both went platinum. Yeah. Really? They didn't hit those numbers of, you know, the fucking bar that she set by being in on top of the world. But those are still albums that went platinum. And then she's also an artist who has singles that were going platinum. Like Miss You Much went platinum. That was a number one. Uh she has a new song out right now with Daddy Yankee. Interesting. Called Made for Made Now. Made for Now. Right. And it's doing okay, yeah? Number 88 uh, uh, is its peak performance so far, oh, is so. what I'm seeing. So, no. I don't know. I guess not. <laughs> Someone I knew was talking about it. <laughs> that's that's there you how go. I So, it, it's I successful success. in your personal life. Yes. But I, I, we barely have to really talk about it. Commercial success, yeah. She's sold. Yeah, she you did know, it. She's one of those people who is... Uh, hitting like the numbers get to a point where they they don't even make sense You're like i don't know what that means that number <laughs> that number's too high i, I just can't, can't i can't picture all of that in one room mm. then if we talk about longevity which is another category i mean she she was if you just talk about the longevity of her being on top you know it's it's close controls 86 and then you know all for you was 2001 we're talking 15 years of just being mm -hmm. on top and that's in incredible uh and then you give a you give a few years after uh you know obviously les moonves was trying to yeah. club her at the knees there yeah. uh but she has had a very long career uh i mean she was if you think about if you compare it to michael you know michael was kind of done before she was yeah you don't really, I mean, you don't, do you really think of any major Michael songs, you know, after what, I mean, You Are Not Alone? I mean, that's like the last big one. Yeah, Invincible was the last moment. I mean, yeah, she's had a f much more longevity um, than Michael. I also think that um, it's a body of work that's had a lasting amount of impact. Um, these are things that people... You know, it's it's always an interesting conversation when, it, you know, you talk about the comparisons or just, you know, the legacy of this family. But, yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is, you know, Jaina has had a, a, a wider range in a sense of, like, continuing. To, because the thing with Michael is Michael's influence usually is people mimicking what he's done. They're mm -hmm. mimicking, mm -hmm. you know, the breath six. They're trying to, to dance like him. They're trying to do these different things. But I think... You know, Janet sort of set the tone for a lot of things when you think about what it is to be a black woman in pop music. And that's just gone a bit further. Mm -hmm. You know, there's far more there's far more 
Janet and Beyonce than there is Michael. There's far more oh, Janet yes. and Rihanna than there is Michael. Mm-hmm. You know, and then outside of that, you start to think of, you know, sort of these, you know, cyclical moments of people who have then passed on, you know, influence to others. So that direct line from, you know, Janet to an Aaliyah to, mm-hmm. you know, a Tanache to, you know, a Don Richard. So, I mean, it just passes down generation after generation after generation. And Michael, even though we all love it and we love that music so much, he just doesn't really have that because he he is a, an artist that it's impossible to make. Yeah, there's a lot of people who can like have a falsetto like Michael. There's a lot of people who can get those ticks down. There's a lot of people who can, you know, dance like them or, you know, try to become visual artists the way that they did. But I think Michael was, it was such a specific sound that no one is like actually still really doing that. Like Mm -hmm. people, when you think, when you talk about I'm influenced by Michael Jackson, we all think of one thing of like, oh, that means you want to be a top-notch performer. You want to be this, you want to be that. But when people are saying I'm influenced by Janet, it's a different thing and it seeps into the music and you can hear it and you can continue to hear it you know i mean we're 30 years from control and i mean look at so much of what's happening you know on rhythmic radio especially and it's all such a direct comparison you know to what she was putting forward and also you look at you know we were talking about bruno mars earlier and that 24 karat magic you know album and just i mean this is someone who actually was an architect of a genre of music you know, yeah. and, and Michael is is incredible and earth shattering as he was. He didn't invent a certain type of music. He just didn't. You know, there's great New Jack Michael. There's great hip hop influence Michael. There's gr- great R&B Michael. There's great pop, you mm-hmm. know, Michael. But none of those things, you know, he sort of has a thumb on. But when you think of when you think of where how New Jack was birthed and what became after that. It started with Janet. Yeah. You know. And that's an incredible answer to the next category, which is influence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and innovation. Yeah. I mean, that's. And innovation. Yeah. Innovation, I think, is really key here. I think that's sort of the difference because it's like, you know, Michael innovated dance moves and all these different things, you know, and, and you know, and, and that's something that is to be admired. But I also feel like when you're when you're listening to a genre of music, because even though a lot of people think of of Janet as, you know, this, just this otherworldly pop star, the root of what she is is R&B and soul, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and she's never, and she's never gone from that. Um, It's on every single project she's ever done. Um, But I just think of these, these movements that we have seen, you know, especially over the last 20 years of R&B and how much of that, was informed by her music and it's just it's it's wild it's wild that you know she's only kind of just now having this moment where people are really really appreciating what she was about and she's being asked to come you know do these festivals and do these things but like you know even like i i think back to like coachella this year beyonce because it was just such a magnificent moment in life and even she's acknowledging the fact that someone else should have been on this stage before I was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Someone else yeah. should have done it because Ain't there's a black woman who set this whole bitch. tone. Oh exactly. my gosh. Exactly, yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I that that Beyonce Coachella performance this year, people were like tweeting about yeah. it while it was happening and I just kind of like tuned in and I was like, well, maybe I'll just see what's happening. And then it was an, I watched for an hour and a half. I was like, yeah. I yeah, can't believe I'm seeing this. I like yeah. was 
I'm like in my, I'm alone at one o'clock in the morning, like screaming at my <laughs> laptop being like, no, 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 no way. She did it. She did it. And like, but yes, again, she acknowledged that it like, it's bullshit that she was the first one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's very interesting to think too about like Janet Jackson, not getting, not getting the credit uh, as a reinventor as well. Wow. You know, we really look at Madonna as someone who has, you know, been able to reinvent herself and is always doing new types of stuff. And then I just think about the difference between all those different albums that we talked about at the top and how, you know, she really, and, and there were, there are different sides of the same person, but she right. really did, you know, she, she was not afraid to try something new. And I think that is really cool. And she's great. Yeah, damn. Wow. And then the last category, does my mom know who she is? And yeah, most famous person. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like one of the most famous people, obviously, everybody's mom. And now we do our verdict. Should Janet be in the hall? Will she be in the hall? And if so, when? And will it be this year? So let's start with Kristen. What do you think? Um. Well... I'm going to say, yes, she should be in the hall. Yes, she will be in the hall. Yes, I think she'll get in this year, and not just because I've drafted her in my fan. I didn't get her in the fantasy. No, Who didn't. got her? I think Joey did. Joey got her. I'm so sorry. You know what? I don't even care about my fantasy because my actual fantasy is that Janet's in the hall. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, um, yeah, I definitely, I, I think she'll get in this year. I'm, I'm hopeful. Okay. I mean... Gosh, I don't know that she will, but I'm saying yes because put it out there the secret. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Look, I'm board. I've got to have a I've got to have hope. We have six days mm-hmm. until the election, and I'm just like yeah. I'm not entertaining any sorts. Of, yeah, I'm here. like yeah, I'm not entertaining any sort of negative fantasies anymore. Only only positive Very ones. Good. Very good. Come on, Janet. All right, Garrick, what do you think? I think it's it's a yes, and I and I think it's I think it happens this year because I I think that. I think that everybody's been paying attention mm-hmm. to sort of the movement that's been, yes. you know, brewing, you know, with her um, base. You know, she um, she's acknowledged it this year. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't in the past. Right. Um, and I think some of that is a lot of this stuff makes Janet uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, this mm-hmm. sort of this attention is fun. Like she she really and truly like doesn't understand that like there's this level of you know adoration like it just kind of blows her mind which is really like weird to watch because it's mm-hmm. like but you're like you don't Janet, wake up and yeah. realize that you're Janet uh-huh. Jackson because I feel like Beyonce wakes up and she's like I'm Beyonce yeah. okay she knows it so but like to it. see Janet like you know to have that so I think I think her acknowledging it this year I think was a really important thing um, and also um, it seems as if she's kind of ready as well i think she's mm-hmm. ready to sort of accept some of these things and i think she, and she's going to participate and so that would be yeah. the coolest thing for me oh to yeah watch. that's the other thing because the hall does care if you care they I do think. care if you mm-hmm. care they, they do. definitely care they if you want care. you to yeah. care they yeah. want you to think it's an honor they want you to want to be there right maybe I, that's I why radiohead didn't get in last year because well, i think that has a lot to do with it yeah. that they yeah. very publicly said we are performing in right. south america on the day of the induction we will absolutely that that did them in yeah i think uh, I also I agree with you guys. I think Janet's getting in this year. Oh my god! Oh my I do. god! Again, and I'm kind of I'm kind of going against the things. Some of my better judgment, where you know, when you look at the list, kind of the thing you can do, and you can be pretty accurate in predictions, is to pick who a seventy year old white man would pick. You know, 
but it's but not seven year old white guys have heard of Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. which I think is really on her side. And I think that fucking Les Moonves thing really creates a narrative that yeah. if it, this year, if we find out that she had been literally blacklisted and this awful man who we know to be an awful man across all platforms. Like, wow, not a good thing about him. <laughs> that he was he was attempting to destroy her career and more or less did. The fact that we learned this and then induct her into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in that same year is yep. a really beautiful arc. And I think it will affect how people vote. Uh, and I think she will get in this year. I mean, it's it's not as much of a done deal as like Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Def Leppard's getting in because it's just like they're like the main classic rock act that's up this year. Do you year. think maybe that Def Leppard and Janet could do a ma- like a, a a collab on Black Cat? N- no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what is her most like guitar heavy? That Black Cat is a great song uh, mm-hmm. to uh, to really like let it all out to. Uh, you don't you don't think there's going to be that's not going to be the jam at the end this year. Jana has a song called "What'll I Do," which is like a very rock song. Yeah, it's like a lot of guitars and stuff. Uh, not that they'll play. Maybe that. they'll play "Dirty Diana" in well, tribute. Like, to... You know, Rhythm Nation album. Like it definitely mm-hmm. had a rock. She will yeah. sing "Pour Some Sugar on Me." What are we talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh. That would actually be so it, cool. It would fit. Um, all right, so let's say she gets inducted this year. Who inducts her? Who gives the speech to induct Janet? Jackson. Oh my God! I I think I think they I think they will call Beyonce. Yeah. It seems like the that, obvious that choice. It seems like the obvious why. choice. Um, you if know, they got Beyonce to show up, and I mean, but it's also a thing too where um, there's some artist involvement. So I've been told <laughs> that yeah, there's some, some, that there's some some artist involvement. So I it would Missy would probably end up being <sighs> the one. Um, because they are so close, and she would absolutely, she would just do it. She yes. does right. you know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that'll be Missy's not eligible yet, right? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. She's gonna be Fye, I think. Oh wow! <laughs> I love cool. her. She's just that, iconic. Like she is so important. Come. Absolutely, like, it does. Like I just think she's so. I don't know. Yeah. To me, I'm like, well, if she's not a first year eligible, then who is? Oh, I, I mean, that's is that a rhetorical question? No. Well, I, and something I was thinking, I've been thinking about with Janet and kind of the rock hall and the the term rock and all of this shit, you know, is like Michael Jackson was a no brainer to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he is the king of pop. Mm-hmm. And to me, I just that's why these kind of I just think that's why the name rock and role is difficult for some people because mm-hmm. yeah. we now have such a narrow idea of what we think rock and roll is. And kind, and I say this all the time, but I just, I think that hip hop and I think that rap is now rock and roll. Like, mm-hmm. I think that like what the most people are listening to the most popular music in America is rap and hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's the music of the youth. Yes. It is the counterculture it is it is all the things that rock used rock to be. that's why i'm just like it's yeah. just such an exhausting <laughs> conversation right it's the ship has sailed it's rock and roll like it's yeah. done uh are, i think yeah those are those are good choices oh yeah i think beyonce or missy those would be beyonce, great beyonce. well just uh, like the thought of like if beyonce was going to the ceremony to the ceremony i mean that would 
increase my level of interest. I mean, you I, might I'm, become I'm more interested getting in me. <laughs> very excited just at the thought. Right. I mean, she is such, but she might be beyond it. That's what I mean. I almost like feel like she wouldn't do it. To be a part to of it. Like to come maybe, down maybe to earth and Janet. be like, oh, oh it's hello, also everyone. Like, we could be practical and be like, okay, this thing comes on HBO and she has an HBO deal so HBO can make that phone call and Beyonce mm-hmm. will be there. Oh. Because people don't really watch this ceremony all like no. that. It's not necessarily a ratings drivers so. right so if they could get beyonce involved that's, you know, yeah i mean that's just I mean, let's I just got be honest here about what I, it is you know oh, it also just feels great. like any any pop singer that came after janet could do it you yeah. know and it would make sense just yes. in terms of like yeah, yeah. It, she she's influenced everybody yeah you know would there be any legends who could put her in that like Oh, sure, like people who came before her, yeah. like could Smokey Robinson do it? Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's any connection there, but it just feels like maybe there could. From, yeah, like, I mean, shit and the yeah. ones that make sense, I mean, you know, they're mostly dead. Um, I mean, I daddy, mean, I guess, daddy Yankee. I guess like, <laughs> I, you know, I don't, Diana Ross? Yeah. Diana Ross is Diana yeah, Ross. That's a good one. Someone who has probably known Janet since she was oh, yeah. born. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if, if the Motown, I mean, Stevie wonder oh my god stevie wonder that'd be lovely but i would like to don't know about the connections there i just think of like like i'm just like like what legends would you know could put her in i guess that would be like another way to go like another uh right just don't be like disrespectful like call madonna to do it because we don't want that nastiness. No, 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 no. no. we don't need that we don't need need that they're separate people they don't need to be the same thing even though i several times today compared them to one another <laughs> and you know what that's on me and i recognize the problem so mm-hmm. i can't go back and you know fix it though i can't go back and give the grammy to uh um beyonce yeah uh, okay so let's say she's inducted what does she play usually there's three songs that the artists play at the induction ceremony what are the three songs they play uh and i would think typically you would want to hit ones from different albums to kind of show a progression and create some sort of career arc. Uh, wow. I mean, I, I that's usually think, how I think of it. I almost think the first song should be control. Like, it's, yeah. I think it that would be is, like, it literally it's just says like, the and it like of, sets yeah. it off to mm-hmm. me. Like, I'm like, you set off the set with control. You're like, I'm Janet Jackson. I'm fucking here. This was like my coming out into the world moment and song and then this is my coming out onto the like you know stage i don't that mm-hmm. to me would be a cool first my, one my, my three that i would pick would be nasty nasty would miss be you much one. and then together again mm. Ooh, i think that's a good three song set that shows kind of what she as much as you can with three songs here's what i want <laughs> Yeah, you can say what you want as well. <laughs> what I want. I would love her to do Rhythm Nation, do the full thing, costume change, do If. I just want her to reenact all of her music videos, maybe. I get that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What, yeah. what three songs, Garrick? What do you think would be a, a perfect, she's being inducted, um, three song set? I think a, uh, I think a control into Rhythm Nation, into... Uh, if she really wants to, if she really wants to have fun 
I would go with Throb. Oh my God! Could but you they're not ready in New York. Oh <laughs> but she, a, pulled, she she did it at she the did Billboard it at Awards. The, I know. Which I, I was agree like, with oh, that, because that is a. That's I mean, what you're gonna do. That song is. I mean, that but, song is an orgasm. I mean, it's it literally. Yeah. It's just people coming for yeah, many right. minutes. No, like, yeah. Like, but I mean, yeah, you do have to also take into consideration what does Janet like to play and still play. Right. I mean, I think I believe she plays most and of it. She her only hits. just <laughs> recently added that into like, I'm doing this again, you know, because she went mm-hmm. through a phase where the sex songs had to leave. Right, of course. So she could uh, she... make nice for America. Well, not not only that, I was saying personally, you know, when she was with a man who, you know, was, was a little more serious and lock her okay. religious and you know, she had, a, she had a phase. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right, so that's that's a that's an exciting I mean, three song thro- set. Wait, did, when they performed thro- it, was it like it was like a pile of people on the stage writhing? Am I wrong? Am I crazy? back in the day? Yes, but I when she just that. did it like this past Billboard. Oh, she, she did it did recently. Little, yeah, she did a nice little medley. You have to look it up on YouTube. I will because it's fun. Yeah. Oh, I cannot believe that Throb has like made it its way it back. Has. I can't believe it ever made it its way into the public consciousness. Like it it's that is a a wild ass song. Yeah. Uh, throb into pour some sugar on me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> nice jam session. That's a that's oh a good gosh. jam. Everyone does Throb. That's you pile all the bodies up. Oh you get my fucking God. John it, Prine uh... on top of <laughs> fucking soccer con. There you go. Oh man, I don't know. Or like, what if she did like Got Till It's Gone? I don't know. Yeah, the thing is, you, you could put a lot. You can put a lot of. You make a yeah. lot of combinations of three songs that would be pretty right. good. I I think yours is probably the closest, Joe, to like what could actually happen. Yeah. What if she gets in? Oh my gosh! It, See, that would make me fun. so. I would be so so excited to go to the ceremony just to get to see Janet Jackson perform. Garrick, would you go? To, yeah, to the Barclays Center, if she gets in, in. Yeah. she gets in. Yeah, if she gets in. Outside of that, I don't care. Right. Oh, <laughs> I just have no interest. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if she's getting in. If she gets yeah. in, oh we'll my see gosh, there. I know. We'll see you there. We're yeah. gonna go we'll, this we'll year. Go. We're definitely <laughs> going. I have to go because this is my life now. But right. like, regardless, you're going. Regardless, but... I'm going. I'm okay. glad I didn't have to go last year because right. that was trash. Oh god. But this year, I'm very. Yeah. Ex- this. Oh my god, if she got in, and if Beyonce just was like, on this. I mean. It could really be something for us. Could be something. Could be something for me. <laughs> wow. Okay. For me. <laughs> yes. For I'm sure. I'm in it for what's gonna be in it for me. It'll be fun. Uh, Garrick, thank you so much for yes, joining this us. Yes, a lot of fun. This has been a great yes. conversation. I want to make also, sure. Also, like, also, this will be so pleasing to all of the people who have wanted a Janet episode for mm-hmm. so long. I know. We, we see you. Got we one. hear you. Yes. Uh, and I want to make sure if you've got stuff to to plug. I know your your books uh, coming out in paperback. Yeah, mm-hmm. Principal Discretion is advised. Paperback um, early December, and you can follow me on Twitter at Garrett Kennedy. See and, all my updates and my news and my shade and whatever. Yes. <laughs> can you feel me following him right now? It's about to happen. <laughs> Hitting the follow button. Yes. <laughs> um, and you, and that and your book was um about NWA. It's about NWA. Is yes. it um is there an angle on it or is it like a um? So it's part bio, part history. Yeah, so connects LA, connects what's happening in hip hop. I'm also telling their story, and it actually ends at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It Isn't ends there at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow, guys, yeah, Christmas is. is coming, and it's Christmas coming is out coming. in paperback. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Grab yourself a copy. Okay. Kristen, where can we find you? You can find me at K Stud on all platforms. Sure can. You already know that. You can go to hellokristen.com to find out when my upcoming shows are. 
And uh, yeah, the big one is on December 6th. I'm doing my solo show one more time at the Comedy Central stage. So Yay. please do come. Very good. Uh, you can find me at Joe K, Joe K on Twitter, at Joe Qua on Instagram. And I am in, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, I am in Austin. And I am at the Velveeta Room uh, Friday, November 2nd and Saturday, November 3rd. Please He's checking out. into his flight right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Please come on out, Austin. Come see your boy do stand up. Uh, great. Well, rate and review us on iTunes. Five, Five stars, stars only. only. Uh, subscribe. Rockhallpod at gmail.com is the email address. We love hearing from you. Please send a message. Even if it's just a hey. We love a hey. I do. I truly love. I, I get the secondhand info from it. So, you know, if you want me to see it, make sure you mm -hmm. make a little note at the bottom. Like, this is for Show Kristen. this to Kristen. <laughs> yeah, because I will not give her the login. I will not. <laughs> Uh, thank you He's to... the gatekeeper to our email. <laughs> this is wild. What are you, Les Moonves over here? Damn. This is a patriarchy. Uh, thank you to Ted Tramper, Liz Full, Natalie Garcia-Mayor for opening their doors and letting us use their equipment. Thank you to Betts the Dog for being a good a little A good little floof. dog, dog. Um, thank you to Yusu Kim for doing our music, Mike Lloyd for doing our logo. Uh, yeah, what's up, Lloyds? Hi, I enjoyed Lloyds. talking to you this weekend. It thank was really nice. <laughs> thanks for listening, Lloyds. Uh, thanks again for listening. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Sutter. And who cares? About the Rock Hall. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.